You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Hey, Miko. <laughs> Miko just coughed under it. Miko's table. in the recording studio. None of the boys in my house know how to be quiet while we're recording. <laughs> they all like to make little cameos. Mm-hmm. All right, so Halloween is getting close, so it's the season of spooky, scary stuff. It is. But scary is not really our speed. (laughs) Cozy is a bit more like it. (laughs) So on this episode, we thought it would be fun and potentially embarrassing to reveal any stupid stuff we're scared of and how we cope with it. But first, a cocktail. Okay, so this, I don't know if it can be called a cocktail when Eh, it's just a beer. A drink. This one has made an appearance before, I believe. Mm, it is around a local, this time of year. Mm-hmm, a local brew, Pumpkin Porter. <gasps> oh, it's the Four Peaks. Four Peaks Brewery. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so good. So this, is, this is quite a seasonal mm. must. Cheers to that. I really love Porters mm. anyways, and I love oh, this Pumpkin Porter. It's creamy. So good. so good. Just the right amount of mm-hmm. taste. Love that. Okay, so would you call yourself a scaredy cat? Mm-hmm. How susceptible are you to feeling scared? I was thinking about this. I really don't think I'm a scaredy cat. Um, I think that I used to be way more freaked out by mm. things. Yeah. And it's definitely I've, something I feel like I've grown out of. And maybe, I don't know, just being an adult and being out on your own mm-hmm. more and everything doesn't feel new and scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say I'm a normal level of freaked out by okay. things now. Right. Appropriate. And Let's... just like being a mom too. Like once you've cleaned up someone else's human poo... <laughs> Right. Not much else scares you. Exactly. Kind of puts other things into perspective. Yeah, like, I mean, what? Bring it. <laughs> Bring it, boogeyman. <laughs> um, I would, I would probably say similar. I, I, I wouldn't consider myself jumpy and like a scaredy, yeah. scaredy cat. I definitely have, I feel like a lower tolerance for scary stuff. Although right. I feel like it, I have a lot of really silly fears, which I will get into mm-hmm. later. I definitely hate being scared like if someone jumps out at me i don't like that i'll punch them not okay Mm -hmm. that is like grounds for divorce and hair ending friendship yeah if that is done on purpose exactly exactly um and just like you i do feel that as an adult i've become so much less susceptible to fear yeah and just like you said becoming a parent Mm -hmm. is just i mean yeah it puts so many so many things into perspective there's almost this you have to now be the person who's not scared. Right. You know, and you kind of have to like fake it till you make it almost like in the middle of the night. If your child is having a nightmare, you have to be like, no, I'm not scared. Yeah. Even though you scared the crap out of me (laughs) coming in my room. Exactly. (laughs) I'm definitely not nervous. And then I feel like I used to be dislike more being by myself at the Mm -hmm. house if Chris was out of town. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, I guess I don't really feel like that anymore. But then I was thinking, I don't think I ever am by myself at the house by myself. Even if it's just two toddlers, it's still other people in the house. And And then you have to like, you have to be the woman of the house. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Can't be scared. Mm -hmm. Um, What scared you as a child? And do you have any memories of being scared as a child that are silly or not scary now that you look back? So literally one of my earliest memories, I was in the crib because <gasps> so the crib. I was probably like two, I but I have, have this memory of, and my parents verified that like I had this spell around that age where I was like screaming every single night. Oh. So it was probably some sort of 
developmental like right. night terror situation. <laughs> right. But I had two closets in that room. Yeah. And I remember, and then I had this like uh baby bath. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, what you give. Like for a baby bath? Yeah. So like they had just put my, all my socks and like little things right. in there, like yeah. little whatever in there. Mm-hmm. And so it was between the two closets. Mm-hmm. And I had this vivid I still can see it in my Ugh. head now. Vivid um, memory of a short, fat guy coming out of mm-hmm. one closet and a tall, skinny guy coming out of the other and then playing with my socks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I would just scream. And I remember it happening. And my oh. parents were like, no, that you were in that room and you did have, like, a few weeks where wow. you just, like, screamed oh. every night for no reason. How scary. I know. So that is, like, but it's funny now to think about it. <laughs> right. Like, short, fat guy and, like, tall, skinny guy. Right. Like Mario and Luigi yeah. came out to yeah. play with my dog. <laughs> um, I was very scared of like, like people dressed as mascots or anything like that oh, as a kid. Okay. Like that crap freaked me out. So they're not out. dressed up as something scary, but yeah, but like the bulldog mascot. Yeah, like or with like the big heads. Yeah, that yeah. always freaked me out. That is creepy. Um, I was super scared of like trying anything that like physically challenging, like mm-hmm. sliding down the fire pole at the playground. I remember a whole drama about that uh-huh. at about eight years old, like uh-huh. my dad, like getting irritated with me, like, just go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really scared of lions. Oh, and still a little bit. M. Okay. I'll share that part in the next segment, I mean, but something, that sounds rational. See, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I should be scared, reasonable. but, but even to where like if you I don't want to look zoo, at them, I don't the really want to look at them. It's kind yeah. of steer clear. Yeah. They Why? Freak me out. You they're just very like, if you look at their face, they're like very intense. Yeah. And, and it will and eat you. will eat you. Right. But like tigers don't scare me. Huh. I mean, it would if I saw one <laughs> in my house, <laughs> like, but like there's something about a huh. lion's like presence that okay. just like gets to me. Okay. So, and I used to be really scared of like whales and other big things. Oh, like Ooh, even make, friendly whales making a note. Oh, like, um, Willie. Yeah. Just like, I didn't like the idea of something that big under right. the water. Ooh, that is creepy. Right. Sort of just the, the, the notion, the concept of just how deep and vast the ocean yes, is. That's, that's just frightening kind of creepy. in and of itself. The same as outer space. Yeah. It's like, no, Whoa. totally. <laughs> and like, I feel like it just makes you feel super vulnerable yes, or something exactly. and that you don't ever really know what's out there. Yes. And, um, similarly, even inanimate objects, like I would say into teenage years, like if I would walk by like a massive building or skyscraper, Mm. I would feel like, kind of like, just like, yeah. Or like a, I don't know, like a big plane or a big boat. If I was like next to it, Uh yeah, I don't know. It would freak me out. That makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Those are my things. So lions, big boats, big whales. (laughs) Big whales. Which is there any other kind of whale? I don't really think so. No, I don't think there's a small one. <laughs> um, so I definitely remember being timid as a child, probably just pretty naturally. So not overly mm-hmm. fearful. There is, I'm going to have to ask my parents about this. I don't feel like I remember quite all the details. There is a family lore story of me being scared of baby bunnies. <laughs> like the cutest, most Just timid, specifically baby. Exactly. Bunnies. We had rabbits for a while. Uh, we had a big backyard and we, and we had some pet rabbits. And so I think at one point we, they had 
babies or we got new baby bunnies mm-hmm. and like we had them in the house mm-hmm. and like I didn't want to pet them or, or <laughs> to hold them to do with that and little rodent. Be like where I wanted to but then I'd be too scared yeah. to do it you know yeah. um I definitely remember being scared of the dark as mm-hmm. most children mm-hmm. are um if I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night mm-hmm. I would just lay in my bed and down the hall just yell daddy <laughs> daddy I so vividly remember this. And now as a parent, I'm like, oh my God, that would be so annoying. (laughs) And he was always so patient and so kind. And I mean, we lived in a small house. Like it is not far. Right. And so just the fact that I needed someone to to, like literally walk around the corner. Walk like three steps down the hall so that he could come walk me to the bathroom. He's like, it's either that or she pees the bed, I guess. (laughs) Um. We had, uh, my parents' house has a carport. It's not a garage. So you have to go out the Mm -hmm. front door to get there. And if I would ever leave something, and I mean, that was just like a spooky place to go at night, you know? And then my house, uh, the street has been put through since, but it it was on a dead end. So Mm -hmm. just next to our carport, it was just kind of forest Mm -hmm. and stuff. So anyway, super creepy place. Forest in general just creepy <laughs> so if I left anything in the car by accident yeah. like from school or something I could not handle go out going out there so I would always convince my younger sis my younger <laughs> sister to go out there because she is just much less fearful she loves scary movies mm-hmm. like all this stuff and so I would convince she her she has bunnies now doesn't she uh does she <laughs> I thought I thought oh, she, is, she, she a is a pet sitter so yeah she has oh, okay. no problem handling <laughs> baby bunnies Funny. she's very brave <laughs> so I would always convince Elizabeth to go out there <laughs> to get my notebook or um, whatever. okay this does sound really sound really creepy and this is very chip kid so we had uh, an acre and a half in like mm-hmm. a back wooded acre mm-hmm. and I would play there all the time during the day but my dad had must have found it you know my dad is always out and about, or maybe he found it on our property, but it was a pelvis bone from a cow, Oh, which has these like, um, kind of these two thin sides and then these two big holes right in it like the hip socket exactly. area uh-huh. well he hung that up on a tree so that it kind of looked like a face oh and we called Chip it kid i know and we called it bloody bones <laughs> <laughs> and he, I don't remember how often he would do this or even if he did and we made it up, but right. sometimes <laughs> it would move trees. Oh, see, just that alone oh, when you're a kid is enough to send so you over creepy. the edge. Yeah. I, I don't remember being just like super fearful because, you know, it never like did anything creepy right. to us, obviously, but right. it just was a bit ominous. Like gives you the chills. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it was always kind of like way far back in the woods. You can kind of see it, but yes. not quite. Yeah. Anyway, I think it, I can't remember. I have to check if it still exists in the back lot. Maybe we should like <laughs> reincarnate it for my boys so they can have the same fond memories. Only if they're sleeping in your grand, in the exactly. grandparents' house so exactly. your dad can get up exactly. with them to go to the bathroom. Okay. Um, can you tell us about your relationship with scary movies, television, and books? Like what you can handle and not handle. Okay. I can't handle one spec a scary movie. Not one spec. I can handle like my version of a scary. So to me, horror movies that are just like meant yeah. to scare you and right. that's it. Can't handle them. No. Cannot handle. I just can't unsee it. Right. I can't. Un- like my imagination is just, too vivid. I'm too much in my own with head. You? Yes. Like what is it? Yes. I cannot like mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, I think I watched the exorcism of Emily Rose 
bad idea. Ugh. I got talked into that one. Ugh. And there's something about it. I shouldn't even say it out loud. No, you now it's going to be stuck. No. But there's something about this certain time mm-hmm. of day that something happens. And now when I, like, I can't not think about oh, that when I wake up at that horrible. time. That's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. But it doesn't, it doesn't scare me like it used right. to, but I'm just like, just like I oh, cannot it's there. let it go. Oh, yeah. that's horrible. Um, Like the ring, never going to see that. Ugh. Never. That's that's the one that ended me. That did you in? That that is when I was like no more and yeah. cut myself off yeah. forever. It's that's, like that's when I had to leave college. <laughs> to leave college? What do you mean? I told oh, you about this river. I had I had to leave my dorm at college and go oh, home to yeah. sleep on my parents' couch in their bedroom. That's right. As a college freshman. <laughs> that's right. That happened. <laughs> so yeah, don't oh. see that movie. <laughs> uh Blair Witch Project oh, did me in. Me too. Did me in. Did I had a friend. Oh. We were gonna go see it, and I thought, okay, I can handle it because that is no friend. <laughs> no, well, I was like, she loved scary movies, and I'm like, okay, but you're sleeping over, right? So like, okay, it's fine. We're gonna have a sleepover, yeah. and it'll be fun. No, I made her sleep in my bed with me, oh. with the light on the oh. whole night, the overhead oh. light. Like I couldn't even. I couldn't and this is the thing, it. and then they just fall asleep, and yeah. they're like, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah so that one oh, not okay god i still remember some scenes from that movie oh. and i have to actively like not think about it yeah it's <laughs> like anytime i'm in the woods i can't right. oh, it's no. just horrible terrible um, have you ever seen event horizon that's no. a little bit older one like i was in i definitely remember hearing of that high school i think it's basically a spaceship goes to another dimension well the other Ooh. dimension is hell Oh, and like creepy. there's Latin involved and like that creepy. is creepy. Right. <laughs> that is creepy. Right? I was so disturbed by that movie that I threw up afterwards. Oh my god. I was gosh. like all worked <gasps> up, I think, and had so much adrenaline. Oh. I threw up. Oh my god. I was on a date with Mr. Ladd <laughs> and I threw up. Um so that one's yeah, I that's the level of handling that I can Right, so none. But that one I didn't even think was supposed to be scary. It was like a sci-fi movie yeah, and but it was just so much no, suspense no. and um, but I can handle, I have a surprisingly high tolerance for like pretend monster scary, like zombie vampire stuff. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. Some television shows. Yeah. Like Walking are, Dead doesn't bother me. Are there me. movies like that? Or it seems <clears throat> to just be the television genre. Maybe it's just the show. Cause yeah. I feel like invested in the characters yeah. and, and it's like a shorter amount of time. Yeah, maybe? that could be. And I just feel like they don't still on TV. It's not as right. crazy as like a rated R movie. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't seem to bother me very much. I still don't like like the jumping out aspects of those kinds yeah. of things, but it's yeah. not, I think because it's so like pretend like mm-hmm. right. zombies, come on, come on. It's more entertaining to me. Right. I cannot handle creepy ghost children oh. because I was a, a teacher and now a mom. <laughs> so I have way too many children in my exactly. life. Like not okay. Cannot exactly. handle, no, I cannot handle like demon stuff or like, uh-huh. Or anything like just over the top, like torture, yeah, sexual right. violence, that kind of stuff. Right. I can't handle no. that. No. But like no sawing off of legs. And, oh, God. No. no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. So um, <laughs> I would say my my status, my relationship status with all this stuff, I would say separated long ago, no contact. <laughs> Cut out of my life. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Movies, as we mentioned, The Ring, that was my freshman year of college. And that is yeah, where I, I just had to get it. so honest with myself. It was like, Kelsey, you just, you cannot handle this. <laughs> yes. You are <laughs> sleeping on your parents' couch. Exactly. I had to have like a little talk with myself. Um, I would say kind of like my limit for what I can handle. I would say that M, the M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. 
that how we, yes. how we say it? Is, Uber creepy, by the way. Yes, can get can get super creepy, right? And it just kind of depends on the movie. Yes, I think. Like I actually, I saw the happening, mm-hmm. which I would not recommend, and what I is don't. That one? Ugh, there's like this horrible disease that makes people want to kill themselves oh okay that horrible. was a somewhat more recent one yes okay yes since i've moved out here and and it was like okay it's usually just kind of eerie or mm-hmm. spooky and then i regretted seeing it like it doesn't haunt me or anything right. but i just felt like i wish i had right. the time back well and usually his are so creative and whatever that it right. feels like it's yes it balances out like okay but that was kind really of well done it. and yeah yeah this one it didn't it okay. didn't feel like it did um but otherwise, I would say that about the seventh Harry Potter movie is about <laughs> all I want to handle. I like it. That is the perfect description. <laughs> and also, similarly, that it's that it's fantasy, so you know it's yes. not yeah, real. Yeah, like the pretend monster business. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That is, okay, it's maybe a little bit creepy <laughs> at the time, which probably most people would not describe it that way, but that is all I want. I, I do think I can handle... A little suspense in television. Chris and I did watch Stranger Things this year, Mm -hmm. which has some suspense and Mm -hmm. some kind of creepy stuff. But again, like that was probably my limit. Right. I don't want any more than that. Yeah. And I definitely had to look away and was closing my eyes at (laughs) some points. (laughs) Okay. Um, In books, again, some suspenseful, but not very. I have read a few mysteries lately and have found yeah. that I like them because a lot of times... More time, like the whodunit aspect. Yeah, okay. exactly. I read The Dry, which I, I redeemed itself because it was such like good writing and good character development. There is just a grisly, kind of some grisly violence that mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, ugh, I could have mm-hmm. done without that. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, eh. Um, but... The Husband's Secret, that's probably like my okay. speed, where there's a murder, so but it's some suspense, in the past. some page turner. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it doesn't just, just like, you're not like living it in you. the story. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Um, I have read one Stephen King book, the 112263, oh, about the assassination yeah. Was it of creepy? John Kennedy. There were some creepy elements, mm-hmm. and I feel like I got a taste. Of how, how good he is at writing how that. good he is yeah. just from these elements that you're like oh I see that it totally made sense in the story but you see that they're just elements to kind of put you on edge oh mm-hmm. like it, so good at yeah that. and I could never read anything else of his mm-hmm. I mean just no way but but that one I will say I could handle and I am a wuss and it was enjoyable I read one chapter of it oh because because people just do say he's just an incredible really writer. It's writer. just this genre that right. isn't taken very seriously often, but he's right. just an incredible writer. So like, if nothing else, read the first chapter. And I was like, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, and it was, it was so well written and yeah. instantly like the first three oh. sentences, you're like, right. What is happening? And yes. so on edge oh. and so like pulled into right. the story. Yeah, but- see, I could see that. And that is, that almost is the same thing that will happen. Like if a friend wants you to go see a horror movie in the middle of the day, and you're like, it's going to be fine yeah. <laughs> cuz when the story's so good you are you're so pulled in you mm-hmm. just want to know what's going to happen mm-hmm. Ugh, and then you regret it. Well that was like my parents telling me the sixth sense the first M Night mm-hmm. Shyamalan movie which mm-hmm. is the creepiest oh, if you ask super me. Super creepy. Wasn't scary. Oh my god. Because gosh. it was a good story. I'm like oh. that is so scary. I was so mad when I got home like <laughs> that was real scary. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> like it's real good but real scary. Right. Um like like you 
like violence, suffering, especially just anything gratuitously. Mm -hmm. So cannot handle. I have no tolerance. I actually, I feel like I regret reading the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, I do too. There, that one really got to me. There was, I, I was so sucked in and I liked the, the mystery aspect of Mm -hmm. it. I mean, I was really enjoying it, but I just, there was gratuitous violence, gratuitous sexual violence in that is such a turnoff to yeah. me. Like so. I don't need details of sexual violence. Right. I really don't. Yeah, exactly. So no. Ever. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Okay. Has anything spooky or silly, scary happened to you as an adult? Okay. I don't think these things are silly. Oh, okay. Mr. Lad was just making fun of me. <laughs> I can't think of something where I'm like, oh, that was silly in hindsight. Right. But I've had like wildlife encounters. Oh, yeah. Have I shared on the podcast about my bear experience? I think, I think that I you have. have, but give us, a, I mean, give us just a little recap. Okay. So we did the Rubicon trail in the Jeep, which is like the classic, the Jeep classic. Trail. Yes. Like what the Jeep is named after in, in Northern California. And there was a mama bear and baby bears in camp because there had <laughs> been like the rowdy version of that Jeep uh-huh. trip the weekend before. So there was a lot of food around mm-hmm. and people weren't careful. Mm-hmm. So she was emboldened mm. and um, both nights like that we were there, she was around in camp cause her, and then her bears, her cubs would go up in the tree and she wasn't leaving. Well, that had happened like right by our tent and the bear was, I heard like loud foot, you know, like heavy sounding right. footsteps, but there was a lot of people camping all around and, um, I was freaked out and not falling asleep anyways. Yeah. Cause I was worried she was g- going to come through the campsite oh. and all of a sudden there is literally like brushing up against the nylon of the tent right by my face and like like bear snort i have never been kelsey so primally afraid in my life like where you feel like prey right like right i've never experienced anything like that in my life jeremiah was not waking up i was too afraid to move i'm like what do i actually do i guess this is where i play dead this is what this is what's gonna happen she's gonna claw (laughs) through the tent And just like nosing around the tent, like you could hear her like literally brushing up against our tent. And I was like, just (laughs) pure panic. I've never felt like that in my life. Um, And then she moved a little further away and I could hear like people yelling at her and dogs barking and stuff. So I figured she was further away. They were trying to scare her off. And so I like finally mustered the courage to wake Jeremiah up. And he's like, it was probably a lizard or something. (gasps) And I was like, Blair Witch Project crying. Like... (laughs) A beanie hat on, like you. She she almost killed me. Like I had to go to the bathroom. He he almost didn't even want to walk out there oh with me. I'm like gosh. I I was just it was awful. I didn't sleep the whole night because I oh. could not calm back down after that. Oh my gosh! Then there was another. Then I went camping with him after that here, and pretty sure there was a mountain lion in our campsite because oh. there was this blood curdling like cat scream, <laughs> like large cat. Oh, and like could hear it like on one side of our tent, you know, a little ways away. Right. And then on the other, like it had moved along. Oh, so I've had a few too many, like, yeah. I can't even handle encounters. like a coyote or a, yeah. Why does that like, seem better? They I feel like they're be, more like, aloof. Yeah. And they're, I don't know. They're just like mangy and right. littler for exactly. sure. I mean, oh, with the big teeth and then the lion. So oh, okay. you've African had a lion, lion encounter? No, not. Well, I did, but it was behind bars. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, my fear of lions and I was right. starting to get over it. Like, okay. I'm like, okay, I'm a grown woman. Yeah. I think I was in college when this happened. Okay. And I went to the zoo. No, I guess I was just out of because I we had our nieces with us. Mm-hmm. So we went to the zoo with like my parents and nieces and brother. And um, there was 
the mom lion had just had cubs mm-hmm. and they had just like let them out. You know how they kind of mm-hmm. keep them like yeah. sequestered or whatever. They had just let them out for public viewing and were in like the lion house. So mm-hmm. the inside one. Yeah. And one of the lions, like the baby lions, like ventured to the front of the mm-hmm. cage and everyone's like, oh, you know, freaking out. Yeah. And the mom comes and like grabs it in its jaws and go- takes it to the back of the cage and then charges <gasps> the front of the cage and wow. like, rah, like, cr- and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I like ran. It's happening. I literally ran out of the lion house. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving the it nieces. Was, it, freaked me out so bad that is so scary because it was like reverberate you know that yes. like guttural like holy cow mama lion growl that must have been like awesome and terrifying it was like in hindsight it was like that's really cool just to see, see her protective behavior. side and like but, she just like slammed cow. into the cage and was like wow freaking out like get the hell away from oh my, my baby wow <laughs> my whole family was laughing at me and yep see you later yep still scared of lions <laughs> Like, I'm over this. I'm a yeah, grown. It's okay. Look at the baby one. It's fine. Nope. Bye. <laughs> I left my nieces to the lions. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was bad. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have uh I have just a cup a couple of things. So the first one I have is a little bit spooky, and you know this story. This was when Dash was a baby mm-hmm. and Chris and I were coming home separately and I was home. So I picked Dash up from daycare and I think I had him in his high chair at that time mm-hmm. and just getting ready for kind of doing dinner, all that stuff. And I'm expecting Chris to get home like anytime. Mm-hmm. And the way our house is set up, like from my kitchen, I can see down a little hallway and down that hallway around a turn is where the garage is Mm -hmm. and our house the size of it you can just hear you can usually sometimes hear when the garage door opens Mm -hmm. for the garage and then like the the door into the house kind of like changes the pressure of the house a little bit and stuff so you know I'm just kind of doing around and I and I hear the door open Mm -hmm. and and I feel like I even heard Chris say hi or something, but a lot of times both of us would just go right from the garage, right into our bedrooms, yeah, just like just a straight like shot. And you're kind of, as you're, you're just like, Hey, and you're kind of changing. Everyone's tired. Exactly. Putting yeah. your stuff down. And so I heard him come in and then I was just like, Hey Chris. And you know, he's changing whatever. And a little bit more time goes by and he's not coming out. I do remember this. And then I was like, Chris, Chris. And so I'm like, that's weird. Like maybe he's in the bathroom and then I go to look and he's not home. Yeah. And there's no car in the garage. It gives me the chills. I remember Ugh. that. And honestly, like at the time it freaked me out. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't really think that anyone was in my house. I mm-hmm. knew that I just like had a, you know, perception or whatever, right. but like just, you're expecting him. Exactly. And so. But just that freaked me out. So mm-hmm. I remember texting or calling mm-hmm. you and was like, could you go on a walk? And like, I just wanted to be out of the house yeah, I was and, like, you and we went over. on a walk yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. And uh, yeah, I, I know that I was just, yeah, filling in, in my head the and details, probably right. the AC came on and I heard it, <clears> but it was just so real. At yeah. The time. Like you had said hi. Exactly. Yeah. So that was very strange. So it's like a theme in my life. This story also involves Chris. <laughs> little creeper. <laughs> so this happened. I can't remember. I feel like I told you about this. might have been last year. 
Um, anyway. I don't know. So if this is what I think it was. I laughed real hard when yeah. you told me about it. So um, I have to pee in the middle of the night, like not every <laughs> night, but frequently. Often, yeah. Yes. And so, um, and I, I don't know what it is. I think... I will often go to our bathroom and turn on the bathroom light in the small like toilet yeah. room. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think it's because I don't want to step on a scorpion, which yeah, put that on too. my list of fears. Um, and so, but I don't want to look directly into the light when like, I'm turning it on. Like kind of look down exactly. And- so what I'll often do is I'll just reach my arm in and turn on the light and then go into the bathroom. Right. And so I was, doing that one night, like I got up, I reached my hand in, I turned on the light and then I'm looking and, you know, to go into the bathroom. There is a full grown man (laughs) on the toilet. (laughs) It gets me every time. I'm expecting to see just my empty bathroom. Right. You're groggy. (laughs) You're tired. So terrifying. Chris is sitting on the toilet. Ah, damn it. It... (laughs) terrified me i can't even imagine so deeply <laughs> like i can't even tell you how loud on, I would scream. like you said a primal <laughs> level because i am groggy and he's in the dark and he's in the dark exactly and it's he, not like you walked in and like wor- didn't pay attention to the light was on exactly he was in the dark he was in the dark and he was being so sweet because he wasn't wanting to wake yeah. me up i'm like i don't care i'm turning on the light i'm scared right you know and the thing is and this and this is what happened too <laughs> i have i have never been so terrified i couldn't even yell i made a sound like like where you feel it in your tailbone, I think just I, like yes, I like I think I wanted to say oh god, but I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> where I was like people in horror movies would not scream. You yes. do not have the capability yes. to scream. I could not talk. Yeah, and the thing is, he heard me like getting up from bed and knew that I was coming, and he was going, Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey, because he didn't want to like spo- like startle me, right. so he wasn't talking very loud. But I was just so out of it and not expecting it. <laughs> and I will remind you, listeners, <laughs> of what my husband wears to bed, which is equally nothing, terrifying. Which is nothing. <laughs> so for so that, I pictured naked scrambling to console you. <laughs> Right, he can't like get up to console me because he's like sitting there, indisposed. So, so it, I think that it's dissipated now. But I mean, for weeks afterwards, I would. I just never know when you're going to be sitting naked in the dark. Exactly. Oh my gosh! And so I think now he Uh, will turn on the bathroom light, or he is very aware. Like if he's in the bathroom and I'm. Because it wakes you up sometimes when the other one is up and then you're like, well, now I'm up and now I have to go to the bathroom. Exactly. Exactly. And so anyway, that (laughs) was the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me in my life. And my husband did it. (laughs) Um, So funny. Okay. So just the other thing with kids being all kinds of creepy. Yeah. um, Always. So one of the things, and you probably deal with this too, it's like in our house, you can hear them open one of their doors because it's Mm -hmm. the lever they Mm -hmm. make like a big noise and they're not quiet Mm -hmm. about it so in the middle of the night you can hear them open their door 
But then they're not heavy enough to make like then footfalls. Then it's silent yeah. or they're wearing their little padded pajamas and you're like, oh God, when's the door going to open? They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> Don't look directly at it. No. It like freaks you out because yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah. Oh, And so, um, yeah, there's that. Um, and then Dash, he, luckily this has not been a habit. <laughs> and I heard him do this to Chris where... Chris was, it was in the early, it was in the morning. Chris was like doing dishes and um, prepping breakfast and lunches and whatever. And I heard Dash will wake up. But then I just heard, then I heard Dash go, boo. Oh no. <laughs> and, he did, and Chris was like, ah. Because <laughs> Chris had his back to him. Yeah. Dash just uh, did that. And they're so light and like, yes. Vanessa's so have, like a phantom. Like exactly, you cannot hear her exactly. coming. Exactly. She can cross a room. Yes, like Seriously. <laughs> And so he's done that a couple of times and it is so freaking creepy. Yeah. I have actually told her like, I, you just come in a room right. and say, hi, exactly. don't be creeping around until exactly. you get right here next and to like, me. And like, say it loud. And then like, go, hi, mommy. <laughs> no. And not the little like whisper. That's almost worse. Yes. And just like, say it loud. Yeah, announce yourself. <laughs> announce yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Every other time, your volume needs to be under control. Exactly. But then this when you're the creeping through the house. <laughs> Creepy toddlers. Um, okay, so what about any silly fears as an adult, like the kind that you are a little or potentially a lot embarrassed to reveal? And do you have any <laughs> coping mechanisms? Okay, so I did have a crazy fear of scorpions when we first oh, moved here, like that's out of control fear. Like yes. I couldn't look directly at them. Oh, yeah. Now I feel like that's gotten better with time living here. Like I'm not, I don't like them by right. any means, you but I'm not get like a little desensitized. I don't feel it in my whole body right. when I see yes. one. Right. So that's one thing. You're not like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I definitely was at first. I couldn't even step on them with shoes at first. Ooh. I had to like put something on them like a magazine and then Ooh. step on that. I swat, like I remove my shoe and swat like, so that I don't have to, to feel, my yeah, I don't want to feel that. Okay, so yeah, I'm still a little scared, but it's not to the level that it was. Um, I used to be, I used to have kind of an irrational fear of being burned by boiling water. Like I didn't like to drain oh, pasta. Oh, I feel like we've talked like, about that. I yeah. used to make Jeremiah do it all the right. time. <laughs> like I would time, I would be making dinner and like knowing when he was getting home so and I'd be like, okay, well, I need you to dump the, the I, I need you to do the noodles. <laughs> now I do that myself. That's like another thing, like being a mom, like I don't right. have time for that. Exactly. Someone's got to drain the noodles. Exactly. Um, I do still have kind of like crazy behaviors around fear of bacteria when like cooking Ooh. meat and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Like I will be like overly cautious yeah. about all of like, that. Like what do you do? Like what's, everything. like what's your process? Like overcook? Are you also overcook, like crazy I will with only use like certain a utensil one time. Like gotcha. I don't just like wash it off and use it again. Like right. I am like, nope, that's contaminated. Right. Right. We're done with that. <laughs> Lots of paper towel. Mm -hmm. Like that, that yeah. freaks me out. Um, I also have, I think this is because of moving to the desert. I have kind of a fear of not having water. Like Ooh, yeah. I have to have water with me at all yeah. times, no matter what time of year it is, mm -hmm. or it really, there's a lot of times we're walking out the door and Jeremiah is like, I'm like, Oh, hold on. I need to get right. a water. And he's like, we're going to Walgreens. Like, <laughs> like just gotta have it. No, I gotta have it. Um, I kind of have developed this fear of the dentist lately. Oh no. Which I think what happened was I went I didn't go as a kid. We didn't have insurance. Mm -hmm. I went, I started going at like 13, mm -hmm. I think. So my parents knew we'd need braces. So 
I got braces and I got really used to being there and it mm-hmm. didn't bother me. And then I went into like adulthood and it was right. fine. Well, then we moved here mm-hmm. and Jeremiah had like a super bad experience where he all of a sudden had like 14 cavities and oh. he never had more than like the oh. normal one or two yeah. at a time. Yeah. And they like told him he needed a root canal and he <gasps> had all this dental pain afterwards. Oh my gosh. And so now I'm like, so it's stupid because it's going to make it worse because right. I'm like really, but right. I'm like really afraid of finding a new dentist yeah. out here now. Yeah. So I need to get over it because it's just going to get worse. So what but are you doing? You're going to your dentist in Wisconsin? I'm not going. Okay, you got to go. I know. Ask ask around, ask around friends. I, I, li- I like my dentist okay, but for someone who's potentially fearful, yeah, I feel like you I need someone was. who's like, really personable. It didn't personable. really bother me. And all of a right. sudden I had this like really... It, it's one of those things that then you build it up. Yes. You know? You just got to get that first one out of the way. Yep. So I haven't been going. I'm yeah. gross. Okay. Well, gross and scared. It's like naked and afraid. And I'm, I'm scared, <laughs> gross and afraid. <laughs> Um, so that I have a very visceral fear of my kids puking. Oh, really? Like, has it happened? I mean, it's no. happened, right? Oh, it hasn't. It hasn't. And I've I think dealt that's, with some puke, right? I think it's then made it's the it worse. Thing when it's like, oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I do think that I, I feel like we've made it through like the part where they just literally have no ability to get to the bathroom or right. anything, exactly, like, or communicate that or they don't bowl. feel yeah, well. Yeah, we're just like all over. Yes. So I do feel like okay, we've made it through like those toddler years yeah. where. It could really just happen at right. any moment. Right. But it really freaks me out. Like, I'm yeah. kind of terrified of it. You'll be fine. Maybe I it will never happen. I don't know what one does. Like, well, what do you do? I will tell you. And I, <laughs> I have experienced this. And I actually feel very proud. It's like emergency preparedness. Yes. Because um, it's been at least uh, probably two or three times. I mean, I have just been actively vomited upon. <laughs> You know, like worst fear to me. One time, the first time I believe was on my 30th birthday at like two or 3 a.m. That's fun. So welcome to my 30s. (laughs) This is what your 30s will be. But I'm very proud because I, I was able to just stay calm and attend to my child. Because honestly, I mean, your reaction is like, get away from me. (laughs) This is disgusting. And I'm going to clean myself up. But I was able to be like, you know, it's going to be okay, sweetie. And like attend to them. And I just, honestly, I'm very proud of myself as a mother for that. I responded in the way I had hoped I would. What do you physically do? Just get both of you in the shower? Yes, I think it was getting to a sink or a toilet as fast as possible. So, yeah, something then, washable. Yeah, and then after the episode is over, just stripping clothes off, wiping them down, and then, yeah, showering. Okay. Yep. Ugh, but, terrified. Yeah, it's terrified not, it's not fun. It's not so that fun. Is, that is a real fear. Knock on all the wood now that I said it out loud. Yep. Um, <laughs> this is another one. Running, running out of specifically underwear on a trip. Ooh, okay. I don't know That's what I think specific. is going to happen to <laughs> my underwear. Specific. Like all of a sudden I, w- I will be not potty trained, <laughs> but I have a real fear. <laughs> and again, underwear can be washed like right. anything else right. and fairly disposable. <laughs> right. Easy to buy and new so ones. Do you just like pack way I too pack many. like a dozen you underwear. Like all every your underwear. Trip. Yeah. Just bring literally, it all. <laughs> literally. I have a very specific fear. That's so funny. Is there anything that's ever happened like that caused you know, that? I, what, what do you is... know what I think it was, was, um, like the first time I was away from my parents on a trip, mm-hmm. my fifth grade camping trip. Mm. And my mom thought it would be cool to be like the response, like the laid, laid back mom. And yeah. like, well, you pack what you need. You have uh, your list. 
And I think I forgot underwear altogether. Oh, there we go. So I had one there we go. pair of underwear. And in fifth grade, like, oh. And yeah. so I was just like terrified. And oh. like now I'd be like, I mean, I need to go to Walgreens right. or I need to go do something. Exactly. Well, right. You so don't... I think I have, yeah, oh, I think that's where it comes from. There you from. go. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Don't let your fifth grader pack for just science camp or on do, their and own. Then maybe check. Yeah. Double check. Maybe just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might need some chonies. <laughs> so okay. there's that. And so thusly, I pack like all of my children's right, underwear right, too. So right. there's like two <laughs> pairs of jeans and 24 pairs of underwear between right. the three of us. <laughs> all right. So, um, okay. So I do have just, as I mentioned, like the fear of being scared, like someone surprising me in the mm-hmm. morning. And a specific time that I have this fear is when I'm drying my hair in the morning, mm. often, mm-hmm. often Chris will go to the gym and then I will get up shortly after and try to shower and mm-hmm. dry my hair before the boys are even up. But as I'm drying my hair, it gets into that touchy t- time yep. where maybe one of them's going to wake up. Right. And I am, you know, I'm drying my hair facing the mirror, mm-hmm. but then the doorway is behind me. And so it is definitely possible. Someone can just show up mm-hmm. and be like, mama, and be like, God. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Get, like, aim the hair exactly, dryer. <laughs> exactly. Just worry. I'm just gonna like fling it at them. <laughs> um, and so what I what I do now is sometimes we'll just leave our door just like pulled to so that in the night if they come in or something, yeah. it, it's like quieter if we're coming and going. But I will close it all the way. Right. And sometimes I even need to just lock it because I yeah. hear them pull on the door. Like they just need a little bell on them or something, yes, like a little like a ankle little bell. <laughs> So I do have, I do have that fear. And then, and then the same thing when Chris is coming home late, Yeah, you know, I just worry that I'll be like getting ready for bed and brushing my teeth. Like it's happened sometimes. And again, where he will startle me and I'm like, God, I hate that. Why did you do that? Yeah. And he's like, since I came in the bedroom, I've been like, Kelsey, (laughs) Kelsey. And it's just like, you just not just like say it loudly. I have a hard time relaxing when I know he's coming home, yeah, not no, because totally. I'm worried that yes. he, you know, it's just you worry you're going to be startled. Yeah, I'm like I'm going to just be falling asleep, right. and then he's going to walk exactly. in the room or whatever. Exactly. So I, now I've it's always I'm like, well, text me when you're leaving. Text me when you yeah. pull into the garage. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need like GPS you the whole time. <laughs> um, okay, so similar to your fear of water, I have the fear of being hungry and being without snacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I don't want to be hungry, right? obviously. But then also I don't want to be forced. It's like, I don't want to be forced to buy something, but then I don't want to be forced to buy something that is subpar. Right. And like not a, satisfying. Exactly. Like if I want a snack, I want a great snack. And so this fear is greatest on a plane. Yes. Because in any you other place, very, yes. you could just buy something, but on a plane, I mean, if they only have pretzels Mm -hmm. and peanuts that is not cutting it or if there is turbulence and they're not even passing those out exactly rude exactly (laughs) and i do have a fear of not having water on a plane so i'm always like filling up my water bottle before we go oh i have a slight fear of forgetting my id when i'm at the airport Mm -hmm. because that's actually happened to me before And it's it was like the terif- one thing you need. It was the one thing I needed. Yeah. And then we actually ended up having to race home. We were at an airport closer oh to our house yeah. and we were able to make it back, but it was so stressful. Yes. And just that feeling of going like, oh, well, can I see your IDs? Oh, sure. Oh, no. <laughs> Slow motion running back to the <laughs> exactly. house. Exactly. Um, 
let's see, stepping on a scorpion in the middle of the night, which I mentioned, I cope with this by always keeping a pair of shoes by the bed. And I often keep them on top of my bedside table. Oh, or like, like my slippers in the winter time, mm-hmm. I will always pick them up and like tap oh, yeah, them out too. first. Oh, I just feel like they would go in a slipper. They would. The so coziest cozy. of shoes. <laughs> they are like little demon bugs. Oh. They really are. So anyway, I keep, I should start keeping them in my, in my drawer. I like that. Then no one can get in there. I like that. So yeah, I think I'm going to start keeping them in there. Okay. Now we're going into the like less and less rational fears here. <laughs> So, um, opening biscuit cans. Well, yes, obviously everybody, everybody, you show me someone who's not scared of opening a biscuit can. (laughs) Well, hopefully one person in the couple. I mean, can't Jeremiah do it? I don't even know. I don't even know. Do you buy biscuits or cinnamon rolls? Are you scared of biscuit cans? Hello? Huh? He says no. no. He reports no. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to see it. Uh-huh. I'm going to secretly <laughs> videotape him next time. I mean, I feel like if you can open a biscuit can without flinching, you should be a Navy SEAL. Exactly. <laughs> that is actually the first day of training. They just line up like 25 biscuit, biscuit cans. cans and champagne bottles. <laughs> um, yeah. So I still have to like leave the room. I could not. Uh, and it sounds like it would be a nice, fun breakfast when it was just like me and the boys, cinnamon rolls or biscuits. Oh, nope, I'm, I'm making that it. homemade, <laughs> homemade, no cans involved. Okay. The garbage disposal. It's aggressive. <sighs> it is. aggressive. <laughs> just because this is Your the, face, this like, is the thing. Ooh, I don't this know. is the thing. I mean, I'm <laughs> never going to stick my hand down there, but what if I did? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Where you're like, I'd never do Are that. You? Oh God. But what if I did? <laughs> Do you feel like too, there's just like, if you get it just right, like something in there that it will suck your hand in. Ooh, I definitely feel like, like I would what not if I be able, I would it. not be able to get it back. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. There's like that. There is that. What if I did? Like it's not coming back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, okay. This is one that's left over from childhood that my mother instilled in me and probably her mother instilled in her, but running over the vacuum cord while I'm vacuuming. I imagine that I would be electrocuted. (laughs) Or I think that was what was... I fear certain death. (laughs) And so now, I mean, that cord is so far away from the vacuum. Because like you might suck it up and deteriorate or whatever. Yes. I picture that it would... And like, (laughs) let's, let's really imagine this all the way through. It would suck up the cord, shred it in such a way, yet still be running. (laughs) As if it was a lawnmower. Electrocute me. Okay. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. I mean, I'm you pro- sure it's You happened. probably shouldn't try it. Yeah. I mean, as a general rule, you should probably sure. not run over but the cord. But it just is like, makes me very nervous. Or like if the yeah. boys are ever helping us vacuum, like, oh God, get the cord away. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. The things you pass down. <sighs> okay. I also hate ghost stories as will come as no surprise. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There was a time, oh, what were those crazy, scary books that had the super creepy drawings when we were like in elementary oh, school? like the R.L. Stein books? Yes. Goosebumps. But yeah, there was a more grown-up version. Goosebumps. Yeah, Goosebumps is the light. Exactly. And what now I can't remember. Ones? I never read Goosebumps, but there were a couple of those more super creepy yeah. ones that I just remember. And it's like at the time, then it's like you want to know what's happening and it's mm-hmm. like in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then it just ruins you. Yep. I definitely still remember some of those. Okay. And then also... People telling you 
their experiences with quote unquote ghosts. Mm-hmm. And this will, this will happen. This has like happened in my family. And I, some people in Chris's family have like a few kind of yeah. creepy things yeah. or whatever. And I'll be like, Oh, I really don't like that stuff. That kind of scares me. Like, Oh, well just let me tell you this. Nope. And I'm like, no, I just told you, I don't want to hear it. And then they proceed to tell me their creepy You're ghost story. Salting my ears right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's creepy. I think that they know that I'm like a big wuss now and they don't tell me anymore, yeah. but, um, okay. Related to that. Okay. <laughs> I have this, this is the most irrational. I have, I don't believe in ghosts, but I have a fear that they are real. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and they're mad that you don't believe in that. Exactly. <laughs> Just because the thing is, I can't, I like, I cannot handle it. Right. If they are real. No, no. Like I real. can't handle like, it. Like I don't believe partially because I can't handle exactly. it. Exactly. It's just a self-preservation right. thing. Like so if, I, <laughs> if I'm presented with evidence, exactly. I might fall completely I am apart. on the ground, fetal position, <laughs> just making moaning sounds. <laughs> That's what I would say about like lions and stuff. I like, if I ever saw, I would just knock myself out with a rock. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't want to know what happens I'm after out. that. <laughs> I don't want to live through that. <laughs> I don't want to live through it. I mean, if there I, were, I feel you on that. If one. there were nice ghosts and they just visited in like a super <laughs> yeah. nice way, you know, yeah. loved ones, I welcome you. <laughs> <laughs> but in a no, don't show up in you the You better middle announce of the night. yourself too. Announce yourself. Don't be throwing clocks around. Maybe like. In a meadow in the yeah. daytime. Maybe not. No creaking doors. When like I see you coming from a long way. <laughs> and I don't have a hair dryer. Send me a note and say like, <laughs> or maybe just you get there first and then I'll arrive. Yes. Set up a meeting like exactly. a civilized ghost. Exactly. <laughs> That's okay. If you want to <laughs> give me some sage advice and say that you're thinking about me and you're watching over me, fine. Like like the grandma in Moana. Exactly. These are the kind Fine. of ghosts I endorse. I welcome you mm-hmm. under certain circumstances. <laughs> so, and here's the thing. If anyone listening has a ghost story, don't tell me. <laughs> I don't want to know. If I, I am, I, I work very hard to respond to all emails. I am not reading <laughs> or responding to any ghost story emails. <laughs> Even even if it's the friendly grandmother ghost, because I just again yeah. with the evidence. Yeah, I don't want the evidence. <laughs> just. I don't want it. No matter how friendly the evidence might exactly. be. Exactly. So I agree wholeheartedly. In fact, as a kid, it really creeped me out when people wanted to do like Ouija Ooh, board and all. Good. I'm like, and you're held captive at like a sleepover exactly. or something. I don't want to do any That's of that crap. Worst. I don't want to do Bloody Mary. I don't no. want to do light as a feather, stiff as a board. No. What is that? <laughs> Not, fun. not okay. Why is that a fun sleepover game? Oh, Let's just fun. play some truth or dare. I'll run around naked yeah, all day. Sure. Just please do just. not try to lift me with two fingers. <laughs> or I don't try know to what spell kind of, out something What creepy. kind of black magic is behind that? <laughs> oh, so, all right. I think that's we, everything. We covered it. I think We've that's everything it. I'm scared of. From <laughs> lions to the fear of ghosts being real. <laughs> not ghosts. Just what if they're real? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, let's move on to something not scary. What are you obsessed with lately? I am obsessed with, I know I'm obsessed with the show when I'm sad it's done and I don't have any more episodes oh, to yeah. watch. So we've been watching Narcos. Okay. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. 
very, very good. Okay. That's all I have to say about Obsessed. it because you haven't seen it. Yep. All right. It's really good. <laughs> really good. Okay. I am obsessed with our new trash can. Oh. It is a simple human. It was. That's what we have. Yes. It was. Love it. Very expensive. Yeah. It's it was, not a cheap. It was $140. Mm-hmm. We had these two. We had a matching trash can and recycling bin that were not very expensive, but, you know, we're doing okay. But it was getting to the point where the trash bag would fall into mm-hmm. the trash and mm-hmm. Chris would just lose it. Like he could not stand <laughs> the trash it. down the side in between the it big is, and the can. It is, is so situation. frustrating. It's and I gross. didn't like it, but it wouldn't set me off the way it set right. off Chris. And so finally, I was was just like i will get us a new trash can we're gonna have to spend some money so are you okay with yeah. that he's like fine spend all the money you know <laughs> and so anyway so yes i got a simple human one and it has the the special like lid where mm-hmm. it locks the bag in mm-hmm. place and then it also has the slowly co- closing mm-hmm. lid and it has the finish where it doesn't show lots of yes. fingerprints and yes. stuff so anyway Lovely. i really love it i i endorse that one as well all right um what about some neighborhood news All right. I've got something. Actually, uh, two cases of lost and found. Um, Mm -hmm. One, this past weekend, we were at the Rainbow Park, if Uh you'll remember that Mm -hmm. park that your girls named. That's been a favorite lately. And we were playing. We were there with um, some other neighbors. And this guy came up and just kind of out of sorts and asking us if we had seen a missing dog. And Mm. he was just like really distraught and he said that she had just like ran out the door and, and like, he was like, I didn't even have time to put on shoes. And I looked down and he was just wearing his socks. Uh-huh. And anyway, he was so, so distraught. And so I uh, exchanged numbers and I posted it on next door. And then I texted him like later to follow up and he ended up finding his dog. Oh, which, good. Oh, yes. I was that so, always kills me. Oh. I can't handle it. Yeah. And, the, and I have never, I think we've talked about this. I have never gotten a runaway dog to come to me no, too. And so, scared. yeah. And so mm-hmm. I was just so nervous too, that I would find like, see this dog and not get it to be able mm-hmm. to come to me in any way, but that had a very That's happy good. ending. Yeah. So that felt really good. And then a few weekends ago when it was the first nice weekend and everyone was back out at the park, we had gone to the park and unbeknownst to us, we had left Cedric's water bottle mm-hmm. and it was like the whole neighborhood was out that weekend because I I got a text from another neighbor that was like, we got Cedric's water bottle and we'll bring it by later. And then I got two different next door messages that were like, <laughs> we saw Cedric's water bottle. I just wanted to let you know that it was at the park. Excited. So it was like everyone was on, on patrol. And I just love that. It's a serious situation in the desert. It is a serious situation. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows how important it is. So mm-hmm. that was lovely think that's it all right well thank you so much for listening and indulging our silly fears we'd love to know what silly things all of you are scared but don't of. don't send us a for real thing you're scared of no because we'll just get scared of it too yeah exactly <laughs> don't, we don't want any evidence don't share that no if you love the show there are so many ways that you can support it you can purchase our neighborly advice audio classes from our website girlnextdoorpodcast.com you can leave a review on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts you can connect with us on Instagram, we're Hi Girls Next Door, or on Facebook, or you can tell a friend about the show. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
speaking of the noise, the guttural noise that comes out when you're terrified. Yes. So my, this, I was an adult. Mm -hmm. I was back home from college and my youngest brother, David, who does our show music we've talked about before, is something of a prankster. Mm -hmm. And he had this, I didn't know he had it. But I, I came out of the bathroom at my parents' house and he had the most terrifying old man mask you've <gasps> ever seen in your life. Like, oh my so gosh. realistic and whatever. And oh. he has this way of just like being somewhere, like yeah. not oh. moving or jumping out and saying Ew. boo, but just like Ooh, standing creepy. there. And I was like, goo. <gasps> always like we tell that story all the time he's like i've never even heard the noise that you made it's like you just like animalistic that is animalistic fear (laughs) and then what do you do run back in the bathroom like what do you actually do so yeah that mask that so, mask did me in. Ooh, does he still like get that out or I something? Are you like scared it's gonna make an appearance? It. It's very Albert Einstein looking, which Oh, now there's now I would really all, be scared. All other of that. layers. Uh-huh. Punch that. No, it's it's bad though. And then he just stand, stands there like kind of hunched over. And, oh, that is so creepy. Seriously terrifying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm ready. Spooky stuff. Mr. Lab might be making. Spooky. I think he could just kind of spooked me right now when he came <laughs> in the door. Like he comes in the door like the Kool Aid Man. Like he busts into just... doors all the time. He does. I get. We've had legit fights about it in the morning. Oh my god! Because he'll come in from like working out and coffee right. and whatever, and I'm still like just Waking barely awake, up. and he's just like, bah! and I'm like, why do you have to come through the door like you're a SWAT team? <laughs> Every time this morning, he, st- he left. It, it was like a Three Stooges episode. <laughs> he stepped on the loudest dog toy possible. Like, it's like, <laughs> right. And then, or like, keeps the on going. wind blew the door slam. It was like, every- <laughs> like, what is happening right now? Oh, God. <laughs> Hun, are you going to be making that noise? <laughs> You're just going to be there making that noise, just ripping up mail. Do you see the on-air light? <laughs> Do we need to get one of we those? Need, like a studio with an on-air <laughs> sign. Yeah. Yes, we'll give you a minute, but I'm just making sure that you know we're ready. We're about to. We're about to. You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat. (laughs) Are you for real? (laughs) Go upstairs. (laughs) He's like a rummaging bear through a campsite. He is. Hun, for real. It's echoey. We don't have curtains yet. What's happening out there?